Hello everyone and welcome back to Pass the Salt. So glad that you're here. If we don't know each other, it's great to meet you. My name is Chrisanna and I'm on core staff with Salt and Light Youth Ministry. And today's episode number 24 is a big treat, a real, real, real joy, which makes sense because this person, her name is Eden Joy King. She is our first um, two-time guest. (laughs) She was on one of our early episodes in the summer and she's back, but this is also a first. She was our first virtual guest. Um, Eden is a student. She's in America. She's an 11th grade student, but in Germany, which is where she's currently living, she's a 10th grade student. She explains all that. Um, She is studying abroad as a foreign exchange student from America in Germany. So she's originally from Mechanicsburg, and um, a lot of people probably know the King family. She was super involved with uh, McBick, and now she's living in Berlin. And this conversation is really, really interesting. I'm so excited for you to hear it. It's basically a conversation in two parts. So the first part, we talk just like geeking out about all the differences between the two cultures of Germany and America. I love traveling and I love learning about other cultures and hopefully you do too and that this first part of the conversation is not boring to you because I ask her a bunch of questions about what is life like as a teenager in a high school in another country. Um, So that's the first part. And then the second part, we really focus on talking about her like personal faith journey right now and her relationship with God and how that looks in a new environment and how it's changed and how it's growing and I think a lot of people could be encouraged and inspired by the second half of this conversation because you know you might not find yourself living on another continent but we all find ourselves in situations that are really unique and are different maybe than what we might have pictured for ourselves or things are just totally um, surprising and unexpected and it's in those times that our faith is challenged to either grow or diminish or just stay lukewarm and it's um, this like exciting like I said challenge that we have the Bible talks about running the race set before us and running with perseverance and in situations that are challenging we need to persevere the most and so Eden talks about that, and um, I think, like, you could relate to that, and I can relate to that, even though we might not be in the same shoes as her, we've walked probably similar feelings as what she's going through, so I'm really grateful for her honesty and her vulnerability and um, her willingness to share from firsthand in the middle of a unique experience what faith is like not looking back and talking about it but like right in the middle of it so i hope that you're encouraged by that as i always say continue to follow us on social media because we have some exciting things coming two events in april that i'm really excited to share with you guys this week um and of course our summer Dates are now um, unrolling and unfolding for you guys, and we do have registration open for um, Harrisburg Mission Trip and for Salt and Light Summer Camp. Impact dates are finalized. Registration will be open soon, and one of our 
two creative arts camps. I believe registration is open, but both dates um, will be available very soon. So stay tuned. Follow us on Instagram, on Facebook. Check out our website often, snlym.com. We love you guys. Thank you for passing the salt with us. Um, Here's Eat Enjoy King. Let's get to it. Let's pass the salt. It, like, I don't have the fancy Zoom, so um, if we find we need more time to talk, I'll just make us a new Zoom meeting. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) We'll work this out. But the last time you were on, you were in America, and we were in the same room. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And now you're in Yeah, in the same time zone. And in the same time zone. And now we're in totally two different places in the planet, and we're still having it a conversation, which is so cool. Um, So tell us who you are, tell us where you are, and why you are where you are, and also how you are. So who, where, why, and how. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So who I am is Eden Joy King. And I am from Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania. And um, yeah, I don't know. I'm in 11th grade. But here in the school system here, it's a little different. So I'm actually in 10th grade here. But I'm in 11th grade. I'm 17 years old. And right now I'm in Germany in Berlin, which is the capital city of Germany. And it's pretty cool. I like it here. Um, I am here with a scholarship um, funded program, um, exchange program for high school students. And I, the why I'm here is I just saw someone else did it. She like posted some videos on YouTube and I thought it looks cool and I applied and now I'm here. So um, I just thought it'd be a cool thing to do. And um, now I'm here. And how I'm doing? Yes. How uh, are you? I always say that's such a hard question to answer. Yeah. Um, I, I generally I'm doing really well. Um, there are definitely some weeks and days that are tougher than others, but generally I'm doing really well and very happy to be where I am, and also thankful for it being hard too. I've learned so very much since being here. Wow. I will say you look beautiful and radiant and mature and you've just you it seems like you are blossoming and thriving and doing well even if you don't feel it so fake it till you make it right (laughs) you um so that was a beautiful refresher and so you're in berlin which um is the capital of germany is if you had to compare the size of germany to a state in america what state do you think it is it like as big as texas bigger california i i'm like so bad with that stuff but i'm pretty sure i heard at one point it's like three or four pennsylvanias big okay yeah maybe that makes sense you should look that up but i'm not and i just but i think it's like more jam-packed of people with people there's like more people per like land but that is not my expertise. There's lots of people here, but um, they I don't haven't know. taught you that in the German tenth grade. <laughs> no, they have, or maybe they did, and I just did not understand like, that. I could don't also speak very your language. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So, 
basically, on today's episode, what I want us to talk about is, first we're going to do some fun stuff, talking about the differences between America and Germany, um, and then, as much as you're open to diving into some of the like deeper questions, just about um, how your life and how your faith is challenged in a new place. And I think a lot of people can relate to that. We might not all be living in different countries, but we all go through life changes and we find ourselves in circumstances that are like unique and you're definitely in a unique circumstance. So I think it'd be encouraging for us to hear from someone who's young what it's like, like being a Christian in unknown territory. Um, so I think this episode's really going to be so exciting but first let's do the fun stuff because that is always a great icebreaker um so i'm curious and i hope people listening are curious as well what some differences between america and germany are so i came up with a quick list and you don't have to give me like paragraph answers unless you want to but there's no pressure there's no pressure um And Juliana Chen also sent in one, so make sure I don't forget to ask hers because I don't have it in front of me, but I do have it in my brain. Okay, the first thing, what's the difference um, in your situation, in your eyes, the difference between American high school and German high school? Yeah, so I think that's like the, been the biggest difference, like just noticing as a high school student, it's basically what I do every day and it's a big part of my life like it was a big part of my life at home and here too so I think you just see a lot of things and like you know how it's supposed to be and then here I have sort of heard about what it was going to be like and some differences and things but I didn't really believe them Mm -hmm. (laughs) really so um the first thing that's very different at least in my experience, this is all just my experience. Sure. But um, in my school here, um, I'm actually with the same like 30 people almost all the time. Um, we did, and, and this is how it is, I think, from my understanding, until 10th grade. And then after that, um, you have a little more choice on like what classes you take. So, but, and that's why I'm not in 11th grade because it's a little complicated more complicated okay. um but in 10th grade up till 10th grade you're basically with the same 30 people like all the time and about half or more the time more of the time you're in the same room like you guys collectively have like a class room together and then the teachers move around and they like change around so and then we do have some classes in other rooms like we have art in an art room and music in a music room Mm -hmm. um but those rooms aren't like assigned to a specific teacher either so we go to those rooms and then the teacher is also there and they're just like teaching in that room so i that is a big difference and i've tried to explain that to some of the german students i'm with that back home like you know every class was in a different room and we were with different people I think in elementary school in the U.S. it's more common for like you know a group of kids to be always like always together but in middle and high school you're you know in an English class with this group of 30 kids and then you get five minutes to walk to your next class and then you're in that room with a, a teacher that stays in that room the whole day it's it's just a very it's a very different concept and I had heard about that before I came here 
I don't think I really believed it until I got here. And I was just very confused at first. So I think that's one of the biggest differences um, school-wise. And also um, the schedules that we have. Um, are very weird and different. They're like block schedules. <laughs> okay. um, sometimes we'll have like, yeah, like we have two hours of biology on like, um, you know, a Thursday and on Mondays we have music or whatever. Like we, it, it's every day of the week we have very different classes and um, and how sort of what we're learning is spaced out through the years. Like, um, I have biology, chemistry, and physics every week, oh like gosh. a double period of oh those classes, where in the U.S., I think normally you have like a whole year of one of those. Maybe freshman year, you'd have, I think I had biology, and then, yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah, so that was definitely weird and confusing to me at first. Man, is that hard? <laughs> Like, I, like, that immediately gave me anxiety, having to take mm-hmm. three hard things at the same time. I don't know how mm-hmm. you do it. <laughs> I, I don't do it. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I have gotten some of the worst grades I think I've ever gotten, but it's okay. And yeah. we've learned and grown through you've that. have grown, and I guess at some point you just have to tell yourself, I'm not here to make A's. Like, I'm in a different country with a different language, and, uh... I might not make an A, and that's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I've learned. Yeah. And, and that is definitely different. I think generally um, the school is harder here in many ways. Um, and in the U.S., I school wasn't very difficult for me. I generally had somewhat good grades and could get sure. by pretty well. Um, but here, even if it wasn't for the language thing, which is kind of a whole other story, um, I still think it's more difficult and harder to get like an a or a b which they call um a one or a two um so they have like a scale from one to six instead of a through f so um to get a one or a two is kind of difficult but i also think it's more acceptable to have like a three or a four those are which for us would be like a c or a d yeah um it's almost like a little more acceptable like oh yeah you got a three like Oh, well. Yeah. Sort of like a B is for us. Like, it's good, but, like, you, you, like, tried. Yeah. (laughs) I think that's, it's it's just a little different. It's very interesting. I think. That is, that, I know, I think that's really interesting. And I guess since you, I mean, you are in 11th grade, but there you're in 10th grade, you can Mm -hmm. look back and say, technically, you never did 11th grade. (laughs) Because you'll go right to senior year, right? When you come back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a, that is cool. Mm -hmm. Um. Oh my gosh, open. Okay. All right, next one. Um, food. And I'm sure there's a lot of things you could talk about. I'll tell you why I picked that topic. A, I mean, mm-hmm. I've always heard that food in Germany is great. But B, um, I studied abroad in college, not as long as you are, but I studied in Ireland, which Ireland's not actually terribly different from America. They speak English and it's very Americanized. But. I just found the differences in, like, the way people eat and what people ate to be so interesting. Like, I remember where we were staying, every morning, everyone ate, like, a hard-boiled egg, and that was just, like, what you did. And, like, as if, like, we always eat whole, like, just little things like that, or, like, I don't know, just traditions with food. So I wasn't sure if there's anything that you've, like, 
um, obviously noticed since we're living there, but any differences between, like, American food and German food, or maybe similarities? That was the other thing. When I was in Ireland, I was like, oh my gosh, Burger King and Papa John's are everywhere. This is amazing. So, um, (laughs) yeah, tell us about the food in your new country, please. Yes, yes. (laughs) So, I think, um... The biggest difference that I was very confused about at first, too, and was kind of um, what was also sort of warned warned about, but didn't also really believe it, is just when they eat. Um, So, like, you know, kids my age, you know, they'll either have breakfast or not before school. It's just kind of like, eh, you know, how it is back home. I think sometimes I would eat it sometimes. I don't know. You just wake up too late and you just go to school. Um, And then... We also, another difference in, in the school is we don't have like a lunch period. Um, and actually space throughout the day, we have three big longer like uh, breaks. They call them pauses. <laughs> um, so we have like a lunch pause, a lunch break. Um, but oftentimes people just eat like a bread roll with like cheese or something, <laughs> which honestly I'm not super mad about. I definitely have eaten way more bread than I've ever eaten. And it's also just really good bread. That is, yeah. That's sort of a stereotype, I think, sure. of Germany. But bread is, but like, it's, so, it's good. such a big thing in Europe. Like, not as big yeah. in America, in my opinion. Anyways, keep going. So people yeah. are eating, like, oh, no, bread yeah, yeah. just for lunch. That's what they're having. <laughs> yeah, just, like, bread. And then I was, for a very long time, I was very confused on, like, does that count as lunch? Or is that just, like, a nice little snack type thing? Because then I would come home... And my host mom and host brother um, would end up, like, also eating, like, a late lunch, very early dinner type thing. So then we, we would eat together. Like, I just ate spaghetti, and it's, like, 4.12. We just, like, at, like, 3.30, I got home from school and ate spaghetti because my host dad made it. Um, and, like, I'm still not really, cons- like, quite sure what that's called. They call it, like, midday eating okay. <laughs> I guess um like lunch but it's not really like lunch at like 12 one o'clock like we think of and then dinner also it's not really like dinner five or six seven ish yeah. o'clock it's just like sometime around five or six or seven ish someone might say like do you are you hungry which in German is do you have hunger so they'll be like do you have hunger Eden and I'm like yeah, a little bit. And then maybe we'll, like, dilly-dally over to the kitchen, maybe have some, like, leftovers or, like, something small. Have some bread, again, with maybe some eggs or, like, a nice salad. Um, that's and oh, They also call it, like, evening bread sometimes. So sometimes we just, like, have abendbrot. So it's, like, evening bread together. <laughs> so I think that's the biggest difference. It's just, like, when. It's just... And, and for the longest time, I didn't know what this, like, midday thing was. I still don't really have it figured out, but I don't know. <laughs> you uh, went there in August, right? Yeah, like, the very end of, very August. End of August. So, like, basically September. September. Yeah, so, yeah, you're, like, halfway through, and, yeah, there's a lot. To yeah, I like, still don't really know. Still like, I, mean, I just, like, never really ask. I just kind of <laughs> eat whatever and I'll see. Just have my bread, please. Well, very interesting. Glad to hear. Um, Okay. Well, you kind of told us about school schedules, but, like, what about Uh schedules in general, like bedtimes or waking up or, I don't know, anything about 
also, I guess you could tell us um, what, so you said it's, what, 4 o'clock there, your time? Yeah, it's 4.14 p.m. And here it's like 10 a.m., after 10 a.m. So we are not on the same time zone as we've already established. Uh But tell us anything we should know about schedules that, uh, maybe, I guess that's not super exciting because you told us about high school schedules. But I don't know. Anything we should know about people's schedules in Germany? Uh, Honestly, it's pretty similar. I think... um, I don't know. I don't oh, know if there's okay. anything super interesting. I wasn't sure. I was like, I'll include it. Maybe they all like, okay, yeah. like, I don't know, go to bed at midnight, and that's what they do in Germany. I don't know. Okay, what about my my host parents definitely go to bed later than my parents at home, but I think that was just, that's just those people. Are. It's not really like a whole culture thing. Gotcha. <laughs> all right, what about TV and movies? Um, any differences in that? I mean, I guess with streaming, maybe there's not, but. What are, what have you observed about, like, entertainment culture over there? Yeah, I think it's very interesting to see the differences between, like, what my host parents watch or my host brother who doesn't speak English yet. Mm. Um, And then also as compared to the kids in my grade at school who all speak, like, basically fluent English. Um, I, I definitely noticed in general there's definitely more um, watching movies and videos and, and things from um all over the world like i on the t on on tv um a lot of like french shows and movies are played or spanish um and then they're all dubbed in german um and in american english tv shows there's a couple german shows germans aren't really known for their like high quality entertainment in that area but um there definitely are some and um uh, like movie theaters uh, a lot of times you can um you can watch lots of movies like that are you know being played in the u.s as well and all over um and m- most of the time they're dubbed in german but you could also um watch them in like the original language so english or spanish whatever they were originally made in and i think that's like more cool to do if you're like a teenager, because the dubbed version isn't always the best, but um, I did get to see the Spider-Man movie, dubbed in German, um, which was kind of fun with my, like, host host family, Um, but yeah, I think also with streaming services, um, just with social media in general, I think for kids my age who um, go online and, like, see all this stuff in English, a lot of times they are so good and... um, influent in English that they just watch shows and things um, that are popular in the U.S. They watch them here, too, and oftentimes in English as well. Interesting. I didn't yeah. know that, like, your peers at school would be, like, pretty fluent in English, but that's mm-hmm. kind of nice, probably, for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's definitely several in my class that they have, like, perfect English, and some of them can speak English better than my, like, English teacher, in my opinion, I would wow. say. Um, my English teacher here. Yeah, um, that's impressive. And, yeah, which is interesting. Yeah, obviously, it's not always perfect, but my yeah. German's not perfect, so, so I think it's perfect. sweet when they speak English. That is nice. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, just a few more. What about clothing, style, anything that you're like, oh my gosh, this is so German and not at all what people would wear in America, or is it, like, pretty much the same? <laughs> That's so funny you say, like, very German. I think I, I, it's also a little different because I'm living in a very big city. So yeah. um, sometimes I'll walk around and see people wearing stuff that I'm just like, that 
is the most Berlin thing I've ever seen. And then, you know, a week or two later, I see something that is even more Berlin than I've ever seen. Um, I think it's definitely um, a, 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 an observation that I think I've heard from a lot of different people is that there's definitely a lot of, like, black, like, it's mm-hmm. cool to wear, like, all black or, like, a jumpsuit or something. Yeah. Jumpsuit? Yeah. What do you say? <laughs> or, like, yeah. track suit or something? Uh-huh. Um uh, at school, um, I find it's it's interesting that I think kids generally dress up a little bit nicer in school. So generally, I don't see a whole lot of like t-shirts and like leggings or jeans or whatever. Maybe that I would see back home. Um, and I think generally people just dress warmer. <laughs> it's yeah. really it's cold here, and. It's hard. Be, it's hard to explain because I don't think it's that much colder than it is in Pennsylvania in the winter. Mm. But we're just always outside. Um, and something. This is probably my least favorite thing about Germany so far. So I'm sorry to the Germans out there, but um, they always open the windows. They have this whole like culture around opening the windows, and also with like COVID, um, they think that's better because like aerates the room, which could be true. But it's also so cold, and it's freezing outside. I like finally get inside. I've got like my coat on, and then like I finally get warm enough to take off my coat, and then the teachers are like, "Okay, all fence, all windows open," and then they all open the windows, and it's cold. So. I just don't really see like shorts. I, I know so many guys who just yes. wear shorts all year long in yes. the US, which if you do that, don't do that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> why would you do that? But here you cannot get away with that. Because you would be it is very cold. Way colder. Yeah, that is such an make like an American middle school boy thing to be like, oh that is. shorts that or really no jacket at the bus stop. But in yeah, Germany, it's really not cool. Just just wear pants, just wear like pants. long pants. It's not that bad. But oh my or do what you want. It's not my life. Um, I guess yeah. COVID <laughs> is still a thing. Um, are they like stricter there, like with masks and whatnot, or less strict, or pretty much the same? Yeah, I would say they're pretty stricter. Oh okay. Um, yeah, the rules generally, I would say, are stricter. Stricter, nice. Um, okay. Um, anything that you've noticed is different, like, with hobbies, like, that things people do for fun that, like, they don't do in America? (laughs) Um, well, I would say, like, after-school activities are a little bit different here. Um, in the U.S., I think, you know, a lot of people play sports and things or are involved in in clubs or, like, the musical through the school. Mm. Um, but here, like none of that really is done through the school. It's almost all like um, just other club, like recreational centers that have that sort of stuff. Um, but generally people are like playing similar things. Um, there's definitely a lot more soccer going on um, than like foot American football. Yeah. Um, but like I have friends at school who go to dance class um, or like ride horses. That's like something I've seen. Um, I don't know, like generally things that I think we do in the US too. Um, I've tried out the new hobby of skiing. Yeah, we had like a winter Instagram. break. Yeah. And if anyone knows me, I like hate all things to do with sports. And I just like <laughs> am generally not very good at them. So I was a little, uh, not sure what to think, but and again, it ended up being pretty good. And 
I think that's generally a hobby that a lot of people do, like mm-hmm. skiing and yeah. doing stuff outside, even when it's freezing cold. They do like to go outside. Yeah, clearly, if they're opening their windows, they're like, they really here. do. The cold never bothered us anyway, okay? No, really. I think frozen <laughs> is supposed to be like, isn't it like near Germany? It's like in that area. So yeah. they all are not bothered yeah, by the not cold. Not sure. But I think somewhere, you know. Okay, I got two left. This Uh one, I will tie into what Juliana asked. I asked, like, about um, humor. Like, is there, like, a sense of humor that's, like, different in Germany or or not? Um, Which maybe you have an answer for that. But if not, Juliana had asked if you've ever had, like, a funny experience because of the language barrier. Like, a misunderstanding or miscommunication or anything that you're like, "Uh, that could have gone differently (laughs) if I spoke your language better. Um, or maybe you don't have an answer to either of those, but I'm throwing them at you. Yeah, I'm trying to think. There's definitely been a lot of stuff that's happened um, that I just, like, did not understand. Um, I think, but for the first part of that question, like, the humor, um, I, it's it's hard to tell because it is there is a language barrier, so I don't always understand everything. I think generally, like, Uh, you know I'm with a lot of teenagers a lot of time at school and generally like jokes are um like shared between like Americans and Germany either even um like TikTok is like one of my best examples things that I've heard in the U.S. I hear repeated here and they all Mm. think it's funny um but yeah it's definitely a different humor because some you know there are words and phrases that don't really work in German but um I'm generally pretty sarcastic, and I'm not sure if everyone quite gets that all the time. Um, maybe that's just that's a language barrier thing, or maybe that's a German thing. Not really quite sure, but um, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Um, and then yeah, stories. I I've done a lot of pretty like not like stupid things, but like have said things wrong. Um, there are a couple words and things that if you say them one way, they're, they like mean something totally different than if you say them another way, (laughs) or like they could be a little more inappropriate. You just have to watch out for that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, that, you know, people had to tell me because I didn't know. (laughs) Um, I don't think I ever got myself into a, a horrible situation with that. Um, but one thing that I struggle with is in, in German, I think in other languages too, um, they have, like a special form of the word you that you use for um, adults or like teachers and things. Um, like people you don't really know, you, you have to say um, like a different word for you. Okay. And I, I've forgotten that several times yeah. and have gotten some very strange looks from teachers when I'm like, oh yeah, like how are you doing? Oh, you, like oh, the other you. you. I'm so sorry. Um, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. I've- I would love to, like, just be a fly on the wall and watch Eden Joy King, like, navigate life in another country. I bet it would be fun. Fun reality show, probably. It, sometimes <laughs> I think that. Sometimes I do something or, like, I, yeah. And you're like, might be yeah, a lot. Yeah, um, All right, Only... last, last question for mm-hmm. this opening bit. You're mm-hmm. giving us such a wonderful education on life abroad, so thank you. Um, what is out and so you're in a big city very different than Mechanicsburg um Mm -hmm. so this might 
in like where you are might influence this answer because cities have you know they're melting pots right there's so many different Mm -hmm. things happening in a large area but in your experience what is the feeling towards like church or like um religion um and like that's another thing that I probably was influenced by like well a like we're two salt and lighters but b like from my limited experience abroad like I just saw that religion was very different. It was not as prevalent as, like, the Bible Belt of central Pennsylvania and, like, very Catholic where I was and just very, like, religion was just, like, an afterthought. So I'm not sure what it's like, what the culture around, like, faith or church is uh, where you are in Berlin. Yeah, yeah. It is very similar to what she described. Yeah. Um, again, I am in a big city, so I can only experience, like yeah. talk from my experience here. Um, but yeah, generally, I think um, it, it also, in, in Berlin especially, if you know anything about history, there's also like a, a historical context to religion and how it's viewed. Mm-hmm. Um, so from my understanding, like West Berlin and, and West Germany in general, um, religion is more accepted and more talked about versus in like the west part um where that was not really expected or um accepted and still isn't really as much um but also just in general i i've definitely seen it's very different here Mm -hmm. um and i think in many ways i think it's so sad i was i was talking to my host mom once they they have such beautiful beautiful churches here like so many old churches um like so many all over and i think it's so sad that they're very empty a lot of the times Mm -hmm. um i don't i've never experienced like any sort of like you know people talking super down upon the church but i think it definitely is um a little different than in pennsylvania where i grew up for sure oh yeah yeah and i think it's just um maybe you've noticed this too like i always just all I knew was America and America was founded as like a Protestant nation and like it's such a part of obviously there's so many more cultures and groups of people in our country now but it's like just like uh, faith and like church and like Bible belts like that is like such a part of America and like Mm -hmm. you know the white picket fence and we go to church on Sunday and this is who Mm -hmm. we are and I was like that's just not how it is like in Europe like at all because they weren't founded as like this pilgrim like bible thumping country it's just so Mm -hmm. different um yeah so like the idea around it is just yeah just totally different and I I saw Mm -hmm. that too like obviously I wasn't in Germany but so many beautiful churches just gorgeous Mm -hmm. that like nobody's in or just like a few people are Mm -hmm. in it's it's sad but different i guess we can't judge it because it's just a totally different um experience um okay so what have been some of your greatest joys in germany and then classic salt and light (laughs) follow-up after that we can dive into what have been some of the hard moments in germany so let's start with the the good so what have been some of the greatest joys the highs Yes, I think definitely some of the people I've met. There have been some really, really incredible people that I've met, and just hearing their stories, and um, I 
love history a lot. I think it's very interesting. And I think I'm basically in like the perfect place to learn a lot of history right now. So I just love hearing people's stories, um, stories of their grandparents or, you know, parents, great grandparents. Um, My host family has been wonderful. Um, My host parents, especially my host mom, Um, my host grandparents. I loved getting to talk to them and like meet them. Um, and kids at my school, um, there are definitely a couple that I've been co- become really close to, and I've been very, very thankful for that, um, for them. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think I've been able to see so many cool things, like, yeah. um, go to so many, like, very, um, touristy things, but also, like, cool little museums and stuff that are more, like, hidden, that, like, yeah. only the you know, the people who live here know, you know. Um, I think that's been so cool. And also just to see how far I've come. Um, This also kind of ties into the hard things too, but although it's been really hard, I can stand here now and look at how far I've come and how very much I've learned about myself, about other people, um, about like Germany, about history, about art and things that I've seen that I am very, very thankful for. I've been very, very special. Yeah, it's, yeah, sometimes the hardest things we've been through are also, like, our greatest (laughs) joys as well, because of what we've learned, and and I think it's so inspiring, the courage that you've, like, embraced, and you've had to probably do a lot of things while feeling afraid, and still had to do them, Um, and that's a testament to God's strength in you, um, when we're weakest, and, um, you know, God is closest to us in the hardest times and I mean God's close in the good times too but I think we sense it even more in the hard times so it's um really encouraging to see how you can look back and say yeah I'm learning about myself some people go through Mm -hmm. life and never learn about who they are um yeah and it's neat that you're doing that so tell us tell us the bad (laughs) tell us the hard (laughs) what have been some of the hard things about being a teenager abroad (laughs) Um, at this time in life, what are, what are the hard moments you've been through that you want to share with us? <laughs> yes, yes. Um, I, I would say the, the hardest thing I think I've ever done in my life was learn the German language. Yeah. <laughs> and I could make a joke about how, how hard German is, but I think just in general, like I, I came here and I, I had learned some German in the U.S., my background knowledge was a little complicated I had switched schools and things and then there was like COVID and then I didn't have like a year of German so I had learned a little bit um had some basic knowledge could say a few things um could get a lot out of Google Translate um but then I came here and it is it is really hard and to learn you have to say like no please please don't speak English with me, please speak German with me, because mm-hmm. so many he- people here can speak pretty good English, but yeah. there's also people who only speak German, and to be able to communicate with them, I have to learn German, which means I have to speak German and try that, and that is really hard. Yeah. And um, maybe a bit of Juliana's question, like, there were so many times when I was just like, yeah, yeah, I, I understand when... I did not understand it at all. And then, you know, they ask a question. I'm like, what? Like, I, 
um, I'm so sorry. Or they, my favorite is when they, not my favorite, my least favorite is when they like go on and on and I'm nodding along and then they ask, like, did you, under, do you know what this word is in, in English? And I'm like, no. And they're like, do you understand this word? No, I did not understand that word. But um, there, there were so many times like that. And yet now it's um, definitely so much better. And um, I've been able to come through that. And it's not always easy, but um, that was really hard. And in school too, like the whole day just sitting there. I, I am thankful I do have English class, which has been one of the most I think I've ever English class in Germany, um, which is, you know, like a foreign language for them. Um, and then I also have geography in English as well. I'm in like a special English class. And and I remember what it like, I think it was like the first week and it was the second day I was there. I was absolutely exhausted. I, I didn't realize how much energy it would take to just yeah. try to understand people all the time. Yeah. Um, and... I, I think, yeah, it was like the second day, um, and at the very end of the day, we had a period of uh, geography, and the teacher came in. I was so exhausted the whole day, like, did not understand anything. The, Eng- the geography, tr- came- geography teacher came in and said, hello, class, like, uh, good afternoon, <laughs> and my brain, like, physically, like, relaxed. Oh. I was like, I understand this now. Um, <laughs> just because that, that was really hard yeah. um and yeah that, that, there are definitely some days where it's easier than others and I think that language barrier just is really tough and I think I have a lot more empathy now for people who mm. you know I, I meet in the future and that maybe don't speak my language fluently I will definitely have more patience because it takes a lot of patience for other people to communicate with me and for me to communicate with other people I have to have a lot of patience for myself so that was definitely a very hard thing yeah I think it's it's neat that you have gained an empathy for people that maybe you didn't you couldn't have fully because you hadn't walked through it yourself but um yeah like it's probably so humbling too to be like I am a smart woman and I know how to talk (laughs) but I can't hear and yeah probably so many people feel in America too um, yeah. so just the grace it, that it's so need, tough. It's yeah. so tough. Yeah. The grace you need to extend yourself and that we need to extend others. I'm sure you're learning, um, so much about that. Um, so wrapping up sort of kind of, but not quite yet. Um, you have spent a number of months now in a city, in another country as a teenager, very different than Mechanicsburg living in the the King household and going to Mechanicsburg <laughs> High School and McBick and Salt and Light. It's just, you're in a totally, totally new world. How mm-hmm. has that affected your faith? Like, and you don't need to tell us, like, the nitty gritty, um, but, like, I'm sure your relationship with Jesus has changed uh, because where you are has changed, and that affects that walk with the Lord. So, um yeah, how has it evolved or, like, just adapted? Um, I mean, how have you seen God uniquely meet you in your unique circumstances? Uh, yeah, yeah, so that, that was definitely a, a different um, thing for me. Growing up, 
at home, we, you know, we always went to church on Sundays and mm -hmm. I was always going to youth group, youth events. Um, I obviously worked with Salt and Light over the summer mm -hmm. and, um, and that's obviously a big part of who I am, a big part of um, what I believe and what I'm passionate about. It, it all sort of stems from what I believe. And that's very different here. Yeah. Um, I don't really have the expectation like I always had um, to go to church, to um, pray before every meal, to do yeah. these things that um, that you know we always did at home. I don't I don't have that expectation here, and so there was this sort of realization like, oh, if I believe this, I have to actually do it for myself. Um, and I have not always been the best with that, to be completely honest, but um, something that I've definitely been learning, um, especially the past few months, um, is to do, in this part of, in this uh, like season of my life, mm -hmm. um, to really strengthen my personal rela relationship with uh, Jesus. Um, I've been trying to, I, I set this goal for myself to read my Bible at least, at least five minutes every day. Okay. And maybe that seems, maybe that seems so like funny or like, like so little, but for me, that number was just like, I, I can definitely do that. I can't say I don't have five minutes to yeah. just do that. Yeah. Um, and, and that has meant a lot to me. And on those really hard days, um, just there have been times when I've just read the right thing at the right time um mm. and um yeah I, I think I've learned so much about why it's important to have people around you who share your beliefs I think um back home I was so passionate about you know being friends with people who don't share my beliefs because I was often surrounded by people you know like friends from youth group and things and I always wanted to share that with other people, but here there's the people around me, really none of them share my beliefs. So that's a very different environment. And I've learned that, that it definitely makes a difference when you surround yourself with um, followers of Christ. Um, it, yeah, it, it definitely makes a difference. I, I've been learning that a lot. I've just learned learned a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And I, I think another way that you know god's met me are on some of those really tough days where i like i'm feeling homesick that's also something i i never really thought i would deal with i thought you know it's all gonna be sunshine rainbows butterflies there because it's so awesome and cool um and now that i'm here there you know there are, i have bad days just like everyone else and now i'm just like really far away from my family and all my friends and that, that sort of stuff that i used to rely on um yeah, there have been definitely days where just like a simple prayer has um, brought me so much peace, and I've been very thankful for that. Yeah, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's so it's so profound. It's like simple and profound what you what you're saying that um, the community that we surround ourselves with it shapes us so much. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's like a lot of people have heard this saying that we are. A, a result of the five closest people to us like that is uh -huh. going to reflect who we are um and yeah. so when you suddenly are thrust into a place where church and like reading the bible and praying every day like isn't the norm of the community around you just because of where you're living um that's going to challenge you like okay well is this mm -hmm. going to stick or not and i think that 
people go through that at some point. Christians will go through that at some point in their life, whether it's when they go to college or when they move out of their house or work. At some point, whether it's when you're young like you or a little bit older, you're going to go through a time where you can let your community shape you or you can um, shape your community. But I think it's, I love what you're saying about reading the Bible five minutes a day because you're right, everybody has five minutes. And um, Uh uh, I I really love that. So I have two last questions for you. And Uh this one is like, I'm kind of setting you up for like a pretty basic answer, but (laughs) I think it's still worth asking. Um, So obviously we get it. You're in Germany, you're not in America. (laughs) But um, Uh have you noticed that teenagers, even in another continent, struggle with the same things that like American teenagers do. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I think it's honestly, I, not that it's like super funny, but sometimes it's a little funny yeah. just hearing the, the things that people say or like seeing kids like do their homework at, like right before class, like trying to like yeah. scribble it down because they yeah. forgot. Like I'd see the like, exact same stuff at mm-hmm. home. Like we're, we're so similar in so many ways and and not just teenagers, also parents. My host parents will have little arguments or, like, tease each other and, like, get on each other's nerves, like, exactly how my parents would do sometimes at home. And, and I, I just think that's kind of crazy sometimes that we are really very, very similar in many ways. Yeah, we're all human, broken people. No matter where you go, yeah. you're going to find the same, um, the same problems that everyone has. Yeah. My grandmother, she used to always say, no matter where you go, there you are. Like, you're, you're uh-huh. never going to leave yourself, and you're never going to leave this, the problems that people have. So if that gives uh-huh. comfort to anyone, no matter how hard your life is, it'd be the same in another country. Uh, <laughs> other people and and I, yeah, I learned that about myself, too, I think. Yeah. Um, there were, I definitely, like, thought, you know, a lot of my problems would go away. Like, I'll be happy, and it'll yeah. be so awesome. And in some ways, that's true. I'm, I'm very sure. happy of yeah, I'm very happy to be here. Um, but like the things I struggle with back home, I still struggle with here. And yeah. um, that sort of stuff doesn't go away. And I love what you said about what your grandma says. Yeah. I think that that's so, so true. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you can't run away from yourself. And mm-hmm. um, we're all, we're all pretty similar. So the last thing is there are a lot of people who listen to this podcast and um, we're grateful for all of them. But I know that a lot of people who listen are people who pray. So this is your chance to tell a big group of strangers and also friends how we can be praying for you while you are not here. So tell us any prayer requests you have. Um, People listening, you will pray for Eden. I am holding you to it. (laughs) Yeah, should I give you like the top 50 list or <laughs> yeah what, yeah you just give yeah. us the top 100 <laughs> no, no, no. prayer requests top 100 from eden <laughs> yeah. that must be prayed yeah. every day yeah no i i think um i think just generally that i finish out this year well mm. um i only have like four months left yeah. which seems like such a small amount of time but there's definitely a lot of things going on and um that can definitely be stressful and a lot and um I don't know, maybe just, like, peace just generally. That's something I've prayed over myself a lot. Um, And also, as I also transition back home, eventually I have to leave this place. And I think, not that there's 
crazy anxiety about that, but there is something like, you know, I have to leave all these wonderful people behind and um, just pray for that good transition back home as well. Yeah. Um, I think. Yeah. And I think, when do you come back? July? June 20th. I come back. June 20th, you come back. I know, we were bummed at Salt and Light that you weren't Mm -hmm. coming back sooner because... I was a little bummed too. Yes. That was a hard But there are things in July and August that you can still uh, come to. Don't worry, we we have you on our radar. (laughs) Oh, yes. Um, Okay. Yeah, actually... Yeah, we'll talk aside from this podcast. <laughs> but um, we're excited that you are coming back eventually and all of the things. So people be praying for peace, for um, for the transitions that are ahead for the next four months. Um, they continue to go strong. And, you know, the Bible says to run the race set before us. And I think, obviously that's a metaphor for faith so keep doing that but also these next four months like that is a little mini marathon that god has given you so continue to run with perseverance as paul tells us to and we'll be praying that you do that um so eden this was such a joy which makes sense because mm-hmm. you're eden joy maybe if you mm-hmm. come to impact you'll get to see the dog eden joy eden <gasps> yes king. shout out to the dog shout out to eden the joy dog king. Eden joy king the one <laughs> yes, that's yes. who she misses oh. the most oh tell us oh yeah oh i was just gonna say that i learned what eden joy king is in german oh what is like, it all, i can translate the whole thing it's aiden they say like aiden Freude König. Ooh. eden joy king Aiden. Just, just one of those likes that, but yes, Aiden. also shout out to the dog as well. Also shout out to the dog, Aiden. I can't say the rest Aiden. of it. Aiden. 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 I love it. That's what teachers say. If they don't know me, if they, there's like a substitute teacher and they're like reading, they're like, uh, Aiden. Aww. <laughs> like, yes, that is me. That Also the name of Ryan Murphy's little baby boy, Aiden. Really? <laughs> but spelled differently and probably Irish and not German. Um, (laughs) so this was such a joy. You're a delight. Uh Um, thank you for giving us your afternoon and giving me my morning. Um, and, uh, we love you and don't sign off because I want to take a picture, but you can say goodbye. Say goodbye. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Choose. Oh, yes. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Tell us one quick teach. Oh, this is so corny. Teach us one thing to say in German. Like, even if it's just like hi there or what's up just something that we can all say to each other who listen okay i would love to teach you this okay okay we'll do word for word mine mine lieblings 